Hello and welcome to Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone. I'm your host, Uncle Steve, and we have a doozy for you this week. But before we tell you what we're going to talk about, if you haven't read it already, let me introduce you to my two awesome, amazing co-hosts. First off, in Perth, Australia, I have the official historian, translator, and administrator of the podcast. I have Kirsty Prince in Perth. How are you, Kirsty? Um, I'm very well, thank you. Thank you How for you being going? here. Doing good. Thank good. you. <laughs> and also on the line, originally weighing in at 200 and pounds <laughs> from originally from Perth, Australia. Hey, I have the flip flop, the thong, the horseshite guru. Matthew, in the kingdom, baby. In the kingdom, baby. Hello, <laughs> how are we? Oh, Hi. how are you doing, Matt? Good Good Never morning. gets old. Never gets yeah. old. Gives me a chuckle when I hear it back. Yeah. So glad for both of you to be here because this is going to be a fun conversation. We are going to discuss, obviously, the thing that every Iron Maiden fan's been discussing for the last week and a half. We except just won. Except, well, yeah. They're about to hear that. So, you know, we, we've taken our time getting to it. it. We just, we weren't prepared to do an episode on it that quickly. Uh, you know, my my workers get time off, right? <laughs> Last week was their week off and I didn't call them in for an emergency. Uh, one of them offered to come in uh, for overtime pay, but I just told him no. I told him no, so uh, I didn't have time. So, But this week we're going to talk about the future past set list and give our thoughts and reactions to each song being on the set list. And I did it on a scale of one to 10 uh, each. I'm sure each of these uh, folks did it differently as well, but we're coming at this from three different perspectives. First of all, we have Kirsty's perspective, which is she's probably watched a version of every song being played live so far, at least once. Right. Kirsty. Yes. She's yes. probably read every single bit of commentary she could find, right, Kirsty? I've, I've read a fair amount. A fair yeah. amount, yeah. And you know, so she she knows the set list. She's seen it. She's watched videos. She's me. I've seen the set list, but I've read no comments about it. I haven't watched anything, even if people from the outback send me videos all the way from over there. Mm -hmm. I just I haven't watched anything. And then we have perspective number three which is what's going to make this really fun, which is Matthew's perspective, which is, and if you listen to the waffles on, you know, Matt, that's usually Matt's get on Twitter time this week. He had to avoid Twitter during the waffle zone. Mostly I think. And Matt does not know what the set list is. He's only seen that maiden played one song that they've never played before live, which everyone knows what that is, but that's all he saw. When he saw that he had to completely, just uh, put blinders on and avoid everything. So he doesn't know what the set list is. He doesn't know what got played from the new album or the old album. So we're going to go through each one of these. Matt has his guesstimated set, set list written out, right? I do. And afterwards, we're going to, he's going to tell us how many he got right and wrong and then tell us what he got wrong and right. I also have commentary here from Lord Andrew everybody's favorite teacher and to find out what his thoughts on the tour 
and setless are as well. But we're going to go through. So let me ask uh, Kirsty. I know Matt couldn't have done this. So Kirsty, how did you, when you were at least looking at the set list, how did you like, did you rank the songs in any way? Like, like I did an excitement level on from one to 10. What did you do? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I, I saw, um, I saw Wayne on Twitter. He just did um, emojis for okay. how he felt. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, how excited I am about it. About each song and overall about each song. Yeah. Okay. okay. I could do out of 10, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what my overall I didn't I didn't average it out because I did an initial when I wrote them down, I wrote initially kind of what I thought my excitement level for each song was. And um I haven't revised it at all, but I'm gonna just do it off the on the fly really because Yeah, I think that's what we'll do. Because I, I wrote all this down about three or four maybe a week ago, and then um and then I figured it's not gonna be hard to discuss songs that we've been talking about for, you know, thirty years. So so, so what we'll do is we are going to start out and I'm going to ask Kirsty to tell us what the opening track was and, and she'll give us each track. And the first reaction we're going to get is going to be, I might regret this Kirsty, but the <laughs> first reaction we're going to get is going to be from Matthew. We're going to get his gut responses. Uh, I trust that Matthew has not seen any of this. He's not, you know, pulling my leg the way. A couple weeks ago, somebody pretended they had disappeared from the podcast and they were really just sitting there with the phone muted the whole time. So uh, <laughs> I trust that Matthew is being honest, right? You have you really don't know the set list, right, Matt? No. The last time I was on Twitter, I did look at three articles, nothing Maiden-related on Twitter okay. about 15 minutes ago. But other than that, it's a week and a half. I've got no idea what's happened. Other Fif- than one track. 15 minutes ago, Kirsty. So well, while I'm we were- so excited to tell you, Matt. Kirsty, <laughs> yeah. tell yeah. Matt... What song Iron Maiden opened their future past tour with? All right. Well, it, it starts with Doctor Doctor. Okay. And cool. then here's a bit of a clue. The next thing is the end titles of Blade Runner. Uh-huh. And then the first song is Caught Somewhere in Time. That's, you know what? That's kind of what I was expecting. So I am happy with that at this point in time. And you've seen it. So you've seen the the video of this, haven't you? Yes. Are you and impressed? The level of excitement, because um, uh, I've seen, obviously, people are doing this from their mobiles. Everyone was singing along to every single guitar note. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. So it was, because <laughs> it, I was kind of, it was almost hard to hear until it got to the solos, um, which what, my favorite thing about Caught Somewhere in Time is the really long solos, which... Um, Dave and Adrian stayed really true too, which was exciting. Um, there was a bit of a mistake on the first night. Bruce got lost in it. I think there were quite a lot of mistakes the first night, unfortunately. Um, just something due to monitoring issues. Hmm. Well, perhaps they didn't rehearse enough, I don't know. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he got it wrong exactly the same as he got it wrong when they last played it in 1987. So it's oh. kind of... Special in a way. History repeats. What did he get wrong? Uh, he he just didn't come in in the second verse. Ah, uh, okay. He okay. got lost until he started singing "Time Is On My Side" again. Ah, uh, okay, uh, okay. He was dressed. Oh no. Do you, you ready? Dressed, uh, you ready, Matthew? He was dressed as Doc from Back to the Future. 
Is that where he had the oh, funny glasses on? Are you serious? Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> that's what I saw. That's the picture I saw. That's the one picture I saw. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, my excitement level is very high about this song because it's one of my favorite songs of all time. Did they kick in at the same point that they did in the past? Isn't that where they kicked in, kind of? Because it's like, you know how the the, the, the intro music plays mm-hmm. of, of the song. Where, Do you know, it's even it's quite hard to tell. Oh, is it? Oh, wow. It of, must sound really uh, pretty good. Because then. of how, ex- how excited everybody was. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, what about on the guitar solos? Was Yannick playing any of the solos or was he just doing rhythm? No. He did all rhythm? rhythm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, the solos are almost... Almost note for note, the studio solos, Ooh, which nice. I'm very happy about. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So that that main riff, that does that sound good when they play that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you um, if you <laughs> can hear it, every single person singing at, at uh, the same time. That was, that was my concern <laughs> about that song because all of the stuff I've seen, that kind of let it on on the back, um, eighty-seven bootlegs and stuff. That to me is what I didn't like the way I used to hear that. It just wasn't as fluid as the album. But, mm. So that's that's good to hear then, if that's all good. Yeah, I'm happy to hear that, hear it live. I, so, I bet you having that third guitar will really help on some some of that stuff. So, But I'm concerned. So you said it looks like Doc from... <laughs> Back from to the Back Future. To, this worries me now. I'd huh. never given stage costumes a thought. <laughs> now okay. I'm, I'm getting legacy Well, I'm going to tell you now. It gets worse. No. Okay. No. This is a very different show. This is not Legacy of the Beast. They are not constant set and costume changes. That is what he wears. Does he get changed? Well, he takes, takes a bit of it off. Oh, okay. But that's what he wears all the way. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so on a scale of 1 to 10, Kirsty, what was your excitement level for Caught Somewhere in Time? 10. Yeah. Same here. I, I wrote down, you know, it's, it's a song I've never heard live. I mean, I... I've seen it on YouTube, obviously, from back then. How did Bruce sound singing it? Because even back then, it was a struggle. So did he make... Uh, he did a good job. And and another thing I've really noticed from watching the videos is he's, um, he's standing pretty still yeah. to sing. Okay, okay. So he's concentrating on the singing, not the running around. I, I was wondering if maybe off, so. maybe he had Steve doing, you know, picking up some of the slack on some of those high notes. I know. <laughs> <gasps> oh God, I can't think of anything worse. I know. Oh gosh. Does okay. it sound like it's in the same key or the same register? Oh, they'd have to go down. They'd have to step down that, a little bit. That's what I was wondering, to. though. But I don't think they think usually do. But I mean, they most people would say that they never do that. But um, I always I have know. a hard time. I have a hard time telling when they do that because I don't think they do either. Unless it's drastic, it's 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 kind of hard to notice. The I, guy can still sing high. I mean, whether he yeah. ought to or not, I don't know. But he can still do it. When I went and saw Maiden, Texas, the the local band that Matt saw with me, the, the first time I saw them, he he hit a note in um in in Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, and I remember thinking, "Holy crap, that's better than Bruce!" Like it was amazing. And I remember I went up and found the guy afterwards, and I was talking to him, and I said something to him. He goes, "Oh, well, we're." He goes, we tuned down, like, I don't know if it was a half a step or a full step. I think it was a half. He goes, mm. he goes, it makes it a lot easier to hit that 
But I'm like, it's still really high. You know, you're still nailing a good, a big, a big note. But he said, apparently, I don't understand how all that works. You know, so uh, like if the, if if they're playing a little lower, you sing high but not as high, and it, st- it still sounds just the same. I don't I really know how it all works, but either way, that's good to hear. That's good to hear that he was kind of standing still and and not makes you wonder if it was just because oh, have you seen any more footage of it other than opening night, Kirsty? Um, I'm not sure about that one. Some okay. of them I've watched some more of a lot. Most of them I've watched the opening night. Matthew, after mm-hmm. after this is over, do you plan on watching any of these live? Or are you not going to watch any of it until you see it for your own eyes in person? I was thinking about that today. I'm hoping to not watch anything, but it's really going to depend on if they start announcing more US dates and when they do that, because it'll get to a point where I just don't want to wait anymore and I'll probably look at certain songs hmm. and maybe not others. It, it almost seems like I'll, I'll, I'd get tired of waiting. You know, it almost sounds like an album that he hasn't heard yet. Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> he well, that get, didn't take long, did it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really not going to take long here in a little bit uh, as um, you know, as they might've, they might've played something from that album. So. I did yes. think about that scenario that you're trying to put forward there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, conversation for a later time. Yeah, conversation for, hey, Steve, if you come to Kansas City this weekend, maybe I'll listen to. Uh, <laughs> and then Steve's on the Steve's on uh, Priceline trying to buy an airplane ticket. So, um, <laughs> Kirsty, will you tell Matthew yes. what song number two of the night was? I'm also very, very excited to say, "Stranger in a Strange Land." Oh, cool! That's cool. I was hoping that they would play that. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was pretty clear because they were using that in their um, adverts. Mm-hmm. So it would have been gutting, wouldn't it? But Well, they've used things in adverts before. They did it for Infinite Dreams and then didn't play that. On the, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's rude. <laughs> yeah, very rude. Nah, that's crazy. I kind of thought they weren't going to do it again since 1999 because Adrian didn't want to play it anymore. So it's really exciting. Yeah. Because oh, um, he'd gone home during a tour when his father died. Uh-huh. And then they dropped it then because he wasn't there. Yeah. And because it like his, it was his father's favorite song that he did. Uh, he didn't feel happy about playing it again. When's the last time they played this? Did you say 99? So then 99. Okay. Did play it then. Okay. And then he got back to the tour and they had dropped it. You said. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, so any more words on that, Matt? You're Matt. You're giving me kind of Kirsty's first episode re- reactions here. Yeah. No, I'm pretty stoked to hear that. That's got one of my favorite Adrian solos. It was my ringtone on my phone for I don't know, a good few years. No, looking forward to it. That, and that's the second position. That's really cool. Yeah. That it's an interesting spot to think of though, because caught somewhere the in tempo. time is so energetic and so fast. Maybe they were wanted to put something there to mm-hmm. kind of give Bruce an opportunity to, you know, because he sings it so much more low key and and I'm sure it's a lot easier to sing than Caught Somewhere in Time is. So yeah, I thought that might have come a little bit later. Certainly not second spot. Yeah, yeah I was surprised about that placing. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that keeps me excited. Yeah, I, I, I'm. My excitement level has went down. Well, but you think about it. They haven't played. I can just imagine. Okay, so somewhere in time finishes. Mm-hmm. Then you hear the baseline to this start. I, mm. I can guess there's an eruption from the crowd. Getting yes. to hear that again. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 
I I don't think I've ever heard this song played live, and I don't hate this song, but compared to oh, I see, I have some things written down here that I can't say because we've come. We don't want to say things to give other things away. We don't want to give away other mm-hmm. songs they do or don't play away. So I can't. There's certain things I won't say right here, but yeah, I, I wrote down my excitement level for this, and I mean, originally I wrote down it was about a five. Out of 10, but I'd probably say it's, it's maybe a six and a half ish because, you know, it is cool to see something you've never seen before. And like you said, you, it, it, we all know that it's a really great Adrian, you know, aggressive Adrian solo in there. So, so that'd be cool to hear that. Um, now, um, Kirsty, how about telling Matt what track number three on the uh, set list, the set list track? Uh, you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. <laughs> track number three is The Writing on the Wall. Well, now that's interesting because that changes everything. I imagined, I just guess maybe they're going to do it in two different sets. And I was hoping that they would keep that track and I expected them to. But I did think about it today. And I was like, oh, if you look back at some of these other history tours, they did intermingle the songs. Mm-hmm. So that blew. I'm kind of glad that they've done that then. I didn't maybe want to hear just somewhere in time era and then later era. So now I'm happy with that. And I, I really enjoyed that song too, Right on the Wall. Another bit of um, Adrian awesomeness. Yes, yes. So three three excellent Adrian solos in a row. Mm, yeah. yeah. So the last time that Matt saw Iron Maiden, this was also the third song they played. Matthew, doesn't that bother you? Does it bother me? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> no, I was stoked to see it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, some people probably would get bothered. I don't know. We got people that Track can play. on Sinjutsu, interestingly. Oh, this little duck. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it obviously just sits well in third place wherever it goes. Yeah, so so after the excitement level kind of, for me, waned a little bit huh. on Stranger in a Strange Land, it got even a little less exciting. So I'm three tracks in at this point, and I'm just like... Like now, Stranger to Strange, that would be cool, but Riding yeah, on the Wall, it's, it would. Riding on the Wall, like I just like, mm, I, I, I have notes I can't read right now. So, um, yeah. All right. I, well, it's one of my favorites from Sinjutsu, and I'm glad it's still in personally. And I'm personally. My daughter would be. My daughter would be there. happy to see it. My daughter would be happy to see it there. Me, I, I gave it, and this might be a little high, <laughs> but I gave it a five out of ten. Um, on excitement okay. level, you know, so I think it's a great track, but yeah. things are looking up. That was so good live when I saw that last time too. that track. So I'm really looking yeah. forward to seeing that. Kirsty, what about song number four of the night? It is a live debut. Cause it's another song from Sinjitsu days of future past. You might kind of know this a little bit, Matt. That's a Trebuzi song, isn't it, Matt? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now I'll ask you a question. Is this what you play at the beginning of the waffle? It is. Yes. It is. Okay. Yeah. Remember when you heard the chorus on the thing and you called me up and started cursing at me? I do, but I couldn't remember. You said it you liked bad, it. So I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, I thought it was something from um, I don't know, like ten years ago. Yeah. Uh, Bruce's stuff, or fifteen years ago. Okay. So the days of when future- you guessed your set list, Matt. Um, yeah. And you didn't know the songs from Sinjutsu. How, how, how did I do it? How did you do it? Uh, I picked the songs that I knew. 
And then right. I picked a song from the Waffle Zone, and I picked a song that everyone raves about. Okay. okay. So that means so just think just to make sure to clarify what what you what you're talking about here for anybody listening. You chose Stratego, Senjutsu, Riding on the Wall, Days of Future Past, and probably Hell on Earth. I did, but I had Senjutsu with a question mark. I wondered if they might throw something else in. I don't know if you want me to say what I thought it may have been or. Uh, you can say it. It we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I don't want to, but I just wanted to say that way. At least we know what you are thinking might get in. That's so. that's what I put in writing. I had two other questions. Okay, you can bring those up a little a little later here. So yeah. Um, for me personally, Days of Future Past, I wrote hell yes. This was a absolute ten out of ten. I'm stoked they're playing this. I'm so you know you kind of knew they were going to play it since the tour is called. Uh, it seems. Like because of the length of it, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's um what you would call in Sinjutsu terms a short rocker. Uh, it's the absolute shortest song. a little song, bit yeah. more straightforward. And um, the only thing I my slight concern is it's an extremely high pitched. It is vocal melody. Yes, and, <laughs> but going oh. well so far. Oh man, I was that's the I mean there's certain songs but musically that... it's awesome. Yeah, I'm so like I saw that, and I mean, like I said, you kind of knew, but when I saw it, I was just like, "Oh hell yeah, this is awesome!" I'm really excited to hear. You know, the newer stuff, I, I, I would never mind. We're doing, we're talking about somewhere in time. So I don't want to offend any somewhere. Yeah, who cares? I, I don't mind offending somewhere in time lovers. I would have much rather this tour been a, you know, because people keep asking what 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 do they have left? What kind of tour can they do that they haven't done yet as a throwback? I say the next throwback tour, make it an all set list of Brave New World and up. Cut everything out from no trooper, you know, no Iron Maiden, no number of the beast, no hallowed be thy name, just all new era. That's that would be the most exciting thing for me personally. But I thought you were gonna say all nineties era. All nineties, mm-hmm. nah. <laughs> that, I that mean, would be interesting. Yeah. No, I think they need to do a fear of the dark tour so we can all hear uh, hit hooks in you and chains of misery. From, chains of misery from here to eternity. They could do a nineties tour if they let me choose the, sh- the set list. Oh, I yeah. could get like enough good songs out of there. Maybe, yeah. So, <laughs> so that was track number. That was song number four of the night. The day. Well, one yes. thing. One thing on that before. Yeah. We move to the next. So, days of future past. If I can hold off until from watching anything or. At least the new tracks yeah i'd love to think that i get to see this live for the first time in person in concert hear it in yeah, full for the first yeah, time yeah because that's like slight spoiler on the waffle zone intro and outro but apart from so, that, yeah that's you've all got i know and i thought yeah it sounds quite weird. a lot of the song still to come and that's mm. an adrian penned song as well isn't it yeah bruce and adrian yeah um, so so song number five of the night kirsty what was song number mm-hmm. five of the night Another Senjutsu song, The Time Machine. Ooh. Matthew? Uh, yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm really excited to hear it because I don't know what it is. And I don't think I've heard anything of it at all. So I don't know what to say there. No, other than I'll look forward to seeing it in person, hopefully. I'll, I'll say, I'll give a, I'll throw a little, little, little bit of a uh, thing. I know, I know you've probably heard that song talked about a little bit by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you like hearing songs about boats and people having to walk the plank on a boat, maybe you'll like the way this song sounds 
musically. Mm, okay. Also, if you like Edge of Darkness and the Book of Souls, you might like it. Well, that's good. The Time Machine does have that certain um, talisman sound, like the it's way the way like it, an Iron Maiden Time Machine. It kind of is, yeah, yeah. Good, good title for it. See, I was thinking when I saw the picture of Bruce, I thought for sure. That was the song he must be wearing those weird glasses on or something. Sure. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it really suits the set, obviously. Um, it's a seven-minute song, so it seems like a quite a good choice. Yeah. And it is going down so well. Oh, very good. Good. Glad I to hear that. the videos. Yeah. This was another 10 out of 10, though, for me. I was like, yes. I wrote, I wrote I'm it. I'm glad it's there. It's one of my favorites of the album, so... Yeah, my favorite musical section on the entire album is in that song. So I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, that part. Oh, no, he's spoiling it for Matt now. Well, that's, I think if. It's not giving much away. Yeah, he's heard the Days of Future Past partially. He doesn't even remember that, so. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, it was really good because sometimes, you know, when you see an audience listening to a long song that's new. Mm-hmm. It's it's good to see everybody jumping up and down, singing along and having a great time and not just going, oh, hang on, what's this? Not so, sitting well, down like those guys yeah. in front of me at the Legacy show. People have, people have had two years almost to prepare for this as well here in these. Right. So, yeah, that's true, but not yeah. everybody does, do they? Some people go like, oh, oh I know songs. a couple of songs by them. I might go along. No, or they're showing up going, play some more somewhere in time, man. Come on. Yeah. You know. Um yeah. let's see here. So track song number six. I keep wanting to say track. Song number six of the night, Kirsty. Tell Matt what song number six was. I'm, I'm gonna All guess right, he's gonna the, be excited about this next one. For the first time this isn't from either of the albums that they're featuring. This is The Prisoner. Oh, cool. I like that. Yeah. Died in... performance since 2014. Oh, I didn't see that coming. I thought about it momentarily this afternoon, and I was like, no, nah, I don't think they'll do that. So I'm glad to hear that. God, Adrian's getting some representation here. Oh, so gotcha. <laughs> I don't think anyone saw that coming. Mm-mm. No, I didn't Didn't expect that. It's, uh, I'm sure that Steve's uh, very happy to, to hear that's been included as well. Yeah, I, definitely. I wrote AB, AB will be. This, here, that. Here's my notes right here. Excitement level here is blah. Oh. And then I wrote, Alan Bell will be thrilled, though. And I wrote, ex- Alan Bell and lots and lots of other people who are normal. Mm-hmm. Excitement level, maybe a five. But I, it, thinking more about it, I've, I've kind of not going that high. It's lower than a five for me on this one. So, so far, I've, I'm pretty stoked about Caught Somewhere in Time, Days of Future Past, and Time Machine. So, yeah, I'm 50 so 50. Far, I'm stoked about all of them. I mean, yeah, obviously, I I'm at an Iron Maiden show if I'm here and I'm, I'm not going to be sitting there like moping. But at the same no. time, I'm like, these aren't like, I wouldn't choose that song. So I would rather sure. hear, 
Never mind. There's another song I would name. I, I don't want to give anything I away know, from that. I know, so. it's so hard. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. was just thinking, if I was at the show now, I would be stoked. Absolutely stoked. Yeah, he'd be, this stoked. Point. He'd be yeah. like, God, I'm finally hearing songs from Sinjutsu. Yes. <laughs> well, just that it's not um, tried and true so far. I'm sure that those sorts of tracks are coming. Mm. But up to this point in time, like six songs in... Good stuff. When's the last time The Prisoner was played live? How long ago was that? That was on 2014. the... 2014. Yeah, it was on the... Um, yeah, so nearly... Yeah, it's nine years ago. Yeah, they could have let it go longer than that. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, I saw it five times. Not. I saw it five times those couple of years, and I loved it every time I saw this. Good on you, Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were so happy during that chorus, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> okay, so uh, track number God, seven, Kirsty, we... Tell Matt what number seven is. It's a Sanjitsu track that you don't know. It's called Death of the Celts. I want, see, I didn't know enough about that. I've heard that bandied around a bit, mm-hmm. and but I didn't put it on there because I wasn't really sure what was going to come off. Now, that makes me think that something else I had on here probably won't be on there, but I don't know. I've heard mixed things on this track, so I don't know what to expect, but I think that I'll, um, I'll look forward to it anyway. Never heard it, never seen it. Kirsty, what do you think? Um, I think this was fantastic live. Good. Um, yeah. I, I kind of, I kind of probably wasn't that excited about it, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably the right one to pick, and because it's quite long, I wasn't sure this might be a be some bathroom break for some people. Oh sure. But watching watching it live, it came across really, really well. Good, good, good. So, so here's what I wrote. Imagine <laughs> you're, we're all on Twitter, so we and we all know this person. So just imagine this. Imagine Alan Bell <laughs> hearing his favorite Iron Maiden song of all time, "The Prisoner," and then the next song is Alan Bell's least favorite Iron Maiden oh. song of all time. <laughs> I said, yeah, I know, but it's um, you know, it's kind of in well placed in the set sure 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 but i was just thinking from his perspective like he's he (laughs) he loves the prisoner and then he hates death of the celts so like he's so high and then this comes on and and like how like imagine you're at your highest high in life Mm. and all of a sudden you get cut down and you're all the way rock bottom again. <laughs> so, he, could, he could he could write a, a residual high into this track, though. That's what I was thinking. I said, would hearing these back... I wrote this down. I said, would hearing these back-to-back change his mind a little bit? Like, would he be so excited from The Prisoner mm-hmm. that some of it would spill over into this song and it might give him a different appreciation for it? That might happen for some people, but I don't think it's going to happen for him. Yeah, Alan... Alan Listen, what's his nickname? Alan, I hate the Klansman Bell. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, um, the Klansman and um, Death of the Celts, they're not about the same thing. Yeah, yeah, but they but they get compared, obviously, because of part compared. of the sound. And I just yeah. immediately, when I saw those two back to back, I just, uh, all I could think of was Alan. I was like, oh my gosh, that is hilarious. So yeah, It's funny. Yeah. Now my, my excitement level, I was like you, um, I didn't give this a 10 out of 10. I gave it about a seven. Like, it'll be cool to hear it live and see how it goes. And, uh, I like a lot of this song, but you know, it's, it's, it's a long song and so it, it it's not like, what's the song from 
Oh, gosh. Uh, it's not like The Angel and the Gambler where you feel like they could have cut the song in half and gotten better results. Like, But I feel like on this one, it could have been a little shorter, you know, a couple minutes, three minutes maybe. But Oh, yeah. But either way, I, I am. A, it'll be cool to hear a different song. You know, something I, I, lo- I love hearing the new stuff because even like definitely, and I think um, it's got like a three or four minute interlude as well, which is probably going to be quite handy for Bruce. Absolutely, He'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we went from the prisoner, death of the Celts, Kirsty. What is song number eight in the Iron Maiden Future Past tour? I'll just count it. I'll count in to letting you know what it is. Oh no, Matt! Get one, ready. two, <laughs> one, two, three, four. Can I play with Interesting. I wondered about this, and then I decided not to go with that because I thought that if there's a out, al- sorry, if there's a track coming from this album, it may not be this one. But uh, you kind of clouded my judgment on this a little bit steve i did my you did because even though you didn't say anything you were alluding to certain things and trying not to allude to it this is on a call during the week okay but i didn't go with it but you know i have no problem with can i play with madness it's um short sharp more adrian another good little adrian solo in this little quick one no i don't mind hearing this at all i know you're not going to enjoy it but kirsty what do you think of this Oh, look, it would not would not have been my choice to have it there. I don't mind it, though. It's a fun short song. Obviously, the vocal harmonies are a bit of a disaster, but um, that's okay. You're there and you're singing along. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Listen to, James, listen we have to a Steve live Harris. album and we have to hear them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll add something quickly now then, because I was thinking about this. Now, I have no idea what's coming up, mm. but I was thinking, okay, what short, sharp sort of songs could they put in? Because, you know, some of these tracks are lengthy. So this was one I thought of, and I had thought of Wrathchild. And if it was going to come down to those two, I'd rather hear this. It's only three and a half minutes or mm. thereabouts. Mm. So I'd rather take oh, – okay, I can tell this. And I know a lot of people like Wrathchild, but I'll go with this. I'm, I'm just waiting this. to share my thoughts. Uh, there you go. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, okay. Um, I wrote, my excitement level here is less than blah. This is probably the biggest uh, of the set list. Um, I, ha- I can't read that line. Um, okay. Uh, I said, there are so many other deep cuts in the Maiden catalog that would top this. Uh, I'm guessing these guys are not in touch with the fan base by picking this. The Prisoner, I get. Uh, even Death of the Celts, I get. But who is clamoring for this song. Who is just wanting to really hear, can I play with madness of all things? I said, the energy level of this show right now for me is a faint pulse. I give this a one out of 10. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, ugh. I mean, I, I, I wish Matt knew the set list so I could say more right now, but I can't say more because of Matt. So no, it's unfolding. No, yeah. I'm sure you will say more. Oh, yeah, I'm about to say more. Kirsty, will you yeah. tell Matt what the next song in the set list is? <laughs> it's having well, come right. Oh, okay. Yeah, you heard Matt's, oh. Do you know what? So I knew that it was going to be in here. Oh, yeah. And it does work better live. I guess you knew it was going to be here. Did I, Is it something I would pick to hear? No. But 
I don't know. Maybe it'll work out okay. I prayed it wasn't going to be here. but Having Can I Play With Madness followed by Having Can Wait makes me laugh so hard, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of... Like when you know how Steve's going to react. <laughs> yeah, but, I was going you know. to ask you, Kirsty, how do you feel at this point? If you're at the show, how do you feel at this point in time? You know, I don't really feel like it was going to be avoided. It's like a really big live number. It's mm-hmm. from Somewhere in Time. It's a Somewhere in Time mm-hmm. album tour. So I would probably 100% have predicted it was going to be there. Um, I do I do like it a lot more than Steve does. And um, it's fun live. It works better live. Than they don't have gang vocals. Track. It's just the audience singing along. But what's your mm. but what's your excitement level going from Can I Play With Madness into Heaven Can Wait? <laughs> That's what we're trying to – and not, not – well, I'm at a Maiden show. I haven't seen him in eight years. I'm really well, I, excited. I would enjoy just, it. And, um, but, yeah, I'm not excited that it's Heaven Can Wait. If you got to but see – I'm happy. If you got to go to five shows in a row, would this be your yep. bathroom break? Can I play with Madison and I Heaven don't Can do Wait? I a bathroom break. You won't believe it. <laughs> would you do I a do purposeful not. one? <laughs> no. I, I would bet not Matt miss would. anything, no matter what. I was, I was just thinking if it was just in Fear of the Dark, when would I go? I would make it an extended bathroom break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay so back to back. So mm-hmm. um, I wrote here um, – I wrote my excitement level here is also less than blah, but at least we get the whoa, whoa, whoa part, right? You get the fan, the whole sing along, which is probably. Yeah. yeah. And I hope you just like be jumping up and down and singing along and whoa, 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 and not standing there. And then I. folded looking cross. When was the last time they did this? Too soon. Was it 08? 2008. Yeah. It was. Okay. Because I was wondering now. So, you know, that's like 15 years. They'd be like. It's too Kids close. Kids that got into Iron Maiden when they were 15, and they're yeah. like, they probably haven't ever got to see it live yet, and they're going, turning 30. So, but I, I wrote this also. Talk about a one-two punch. I said, this is like a one-two punch. <laughs> this is like a one-two punch from Mark's former drummer. <laughs> oh. oh, is that a former drummer now? Is well, yeah, he's, he's not, it's gut. not, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, there's a lot going on there I haven't mentioned, but uh, there's a lot going on there. Um, But for me, I also thought this. Like, I wasn't really excited for The Prisoner. I'm excited about Death of the Celts because it's new, but that wouldn't have, you know, given everything that happens af- over the whole night, that wouldn't have been my choice. I would. There's other things I would have chose over that. Uh, then Can I Play With Madness? Then Heaven Can't Wait. I'm just like, mm, this is just a rough section of the show for me. But um, Aww. but I would if if Death of the Celts would have been after the Time Machine, and then it would have just been Prisoner. Can I play with Madness and Heaven Can Wait all in a row? I golly, I think I might have been sitting down by the end of that. <laughs> so, um, okay. So my I wrote my excitement level was a four out of ten for Heaven Can Wait. That's that's a stretch to say a four. I'd probably give it maybe a maybe a three. I don't know. I'm just not. I'm just not excited. Like I said, can I play with madness? I I literally give that a zero. I gave it a one <laughs> on a scale of zero to ten. I'm giving it a zero. Participation oh, well, one. At least it's yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah. So grump. Yeah. So, so but, but you think about it, Matt. You're halfway through the set when you know roughly halfway through the set, and you get can I play with madness as the midway point. 
Uh, you know, to be honest, so I, I don't have no problem hearing Canoplath Madness. Hearing Heaven Can Wait, I can just imagine I'm just kind of a bit more subdued by now. Mm-hmm. But I would also eagerly be awaiting whatever the next track would be, is what I believe. I think so. Kirsty, why don't you tell them what song number 10 is from Iron Maiden? It's Alexander the Great. Oh, now this is interesting. So, okay, I knew this was coming. Everyone knew it for a long time. But... I, Judging by the sound in your voice, Kirsty, you probably enjoyed it, but this is a song that kind of concerns me. Well, everyone wants it, but be careful what you wish for. Is it a case oh, it of that? Awesome. Oh, okay. Well, that's good then. <laughs> be careful what uh, you wish for. It yeah, might come true. It's the first time Iron Maiden have debuted a song after its respective albums tour. Is it the first? It's the first time ever. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, first time they've ever done that, and you know everyone's really well. The fan clubs and everything have been really clamoring it for it for years. Everyone yeah. asked for it at the spoken word shows, and um, it's nice of them to listen to what somebody wants for a change. Oh, they already Obviously put in "Can I Play with Madness"? I mean, surely that's what people wanted. Well, some people will want it. Yes. <laughs> so the crowd go mad when this starts. Oh yes. That's cool. Any more thoughts yeah, from you, Kirsten? Um, well, I just thought um, Bruce did a really great job. Adrian and Solo? Yeah, Adrian Solo. Absolutely this, awesome. This is the one that apparently he couldn't remember what it was. Well, I've never believed that. He's a, he's yeah, a good it. guitarist, and uh, mm. this seems like a flimsy excuse. Um, but I also really love Dave Solo on this as well. So, yeah, I very much enjoyed it. Okay, where where are we at? We're at track number ten. Okay, I'm gonna go back to track, track number. Ten. I'm gonna go back to track number one really quickly. And yeah, I said I had Lord Andrew's thoughts here, and I've been neglecting his thoughts. So really, quick. his thoughts aren't real long. But he got on caught somewhere in time. He said his excitement level was a nine, which is high. Uh, he said it's the obvious opener. You know, first time in 36 years. Stranger in a strange land. Cursed. You'll be happy to know that Andrew said it's his favorite track from somewhere in time. Mm. A little worried it wouldn't be played. Uh, surprised it was second. His excitement level is a 10. Writing on the wall. Um, oh, one of three previously played tracks I expected to stay. Great song. Excitement level eight. Days of Future Past. One of my favorites. Um, had to be played. First new live song of the tour that we had heard. Excitement level nine. Time Machine. Although it's my least favorite song from Sinjutsu, it's one I thought would definitely be great live. Excitement level seven. The Prisoner. Ah, what a stomper. (laughs) My favorite from Number the Beast and a wonderful surprise. Love it. Excitement level 10. Death Death of the Celts. I love this song and was very excited to see this appear. Excitement level 10. Can I play with madness? Um, I'd hoped... Oh, I can't say that. Uh, excitement level seven. Ooh, that's high. That's fair. Heaven Can Wait. Another great track from somewhere in, uh, in time. Another great live staple that's been away from the set list for 15 years, which he says is way too long. I forgot he's a big fan of that one. Mm. Nine. Nine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he said, uh, for, and I'll catch us up here, for Alexander the Great. The big story of the night. I did wonder if they were really going to do it. I was beginning to have my doubts. 
Fourth new live song in the set list, Excitement Level 8. So, oh, I thought he was going to say 11. <laughs> yeah. That filled up. Yeah. I, so what I said is I said, it's nice that they included this song. Um, I think over the years, personally, I've wanted to hear it for a long time. you know. And I said, at this point in the career, there's so many other songs I would prefer over this. Um, even some of the brand new ones. Um, but I can't complain because they are putting a new song in there 36 and a half years or so after the album came out, which is like you said earlier, never been done by Iron Maiden. Uh, it got an eight out of 10 for me as well as what I wrote. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, you know, just getting to hear something new and all the great melody, you know, guitar melody lines in it. And just, just, this is the first album I ever had that was a new album and, you know, it's been with us so long, so it would be really cool to hear this live. Absolutely. So. Yeah, so for me, I definitely gave it an 8 out of a 10. So, Kirsty, why don't you tell Matthew what song number 11 of the evening is on the Future Pass Tour? Okay. Song number whoa, 11 whoa, 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 is... Whoa, 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 whoa. Matt, are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. Do you have a stiff drink? Uh, No. Do I? Oh, do I need one? Are you? <laughs> are you? Are you pretty comfortable? Are you? You're. You're not. You're not scared about anything right now, are you? Well, I wasn't, but now you've got me concerned. I'm looking through my list of what it could be. Am I going to be? Well, uh, is there a? I've, just, I've looked at my list now. You is it? Is it dark? Is it dark where you're at? Is is there? Is there? A, is, there a, is there a light in the black? You know what? Unfortunately, this was part of my list. Or Kirsty, is it a? <laughs> Fear of the dark. <laughs> T-shirt time. Excitement level zero for me. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that what yeah. you said, Kirsty? Zero for you? Yeah, I haven't I haven't even given really a numeric value for my excitement level for any of the other songs, but I'm like, oh god, really? Yeah. And you knew it was gonna be there. Although see, I know, is... but for goodness sakes, for once, can you just drop it? Why? See, this is where Steve said to me during the week there was excitement about things being in and things being removed or something like that. So yeah. sure. it, it made me think, is there the possibility? I would have been really impressed if they did drop this. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I would have thought that was a big, bold move to do that. Ballsy. It would have been. Uh-huh. But it's such a great sing along though. I mean, it's yeah. every guitar would, part is very, sing- but many of these songs are good sing-alongs. Yeah, Heaven Can Wait. You've got a massive back catalog. Heaven Can Wait has one good sing-along part. That's all it needs. Yeah, this literally this whole song is a sing-along <laughs> point, part. Yeah, overstays its welcome. Ah, uh, okay. So, Kirsty, already you said what your level. So, I'm gonna Look, say I don't mind it, but I can't be excited at all because it's just the, here, here's you know, just so safe. It is. Here's what I wrote. This isn't giving anything away, but it is Mm. a little bit of a statement about what they did and didn't play. I wrote, given what else is left out from the classic era, I won't complain too much here. Uh, You know, um, I I, I, I do, you know, there's so many songs that are staples that they're, that like we're all referring to here. We all know what they are. I just won't say anything because, you know, we got, multiple songs coming up still. So I, I don't mind fear of the dark being there. I mean, is it from a crap album? Yes, but it is, it's one of the shining moments on that album. It's, it's, you listen to that whole album. It's a pile of dung. It's just a crap album, but mostly, 
But you get to the end, and you when you start listening to the song Fear the Dark, you kind of start feeling like, okay, this sounds a little more like what we've heard from Maiden in the past, you know, what you expect from Iron Maiden. So um, I I think that Fear of the Dark is, is it's not top 10 for me, but I, I, I think it's a great song, especially live. I mean, especially live. Um, I will take this. There's a couple of songs that they, that didn't get included in the set list that I would prefer over this. But then there's some that got left out that I'm glad got left out and I would rather have heard this. So, but I said, I give this about an eight out of a 10. Let me, let me, let me put that in terms that y'all will probably, I'm more excited to hear. <laughs> I'm looking at my numbers now. I'm more excited to hear this than I am to hear stranger in a strange land writing on the wall. Hmm. Um, maybe death of the Celts. I might be, it'd probably be, I give it the same. I'll, I'll, I'll bump death to, uh, to eight. Uh, definitely more excited to hear fear of the dark than can I play with madness or heaven can wait. So yeah, obviously you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's a, I don't mind this being here. I mean, if it's my choice, I would much rather they cut this and put in something more from Senjutsu. The more set, I would rather have 10 songs from Senjutsu here in this <laughs> set list, but we know we aren't going to get that. So, so there we are. Uh, that's number uh, 11, Matthew. Mm. We're, we're getting closer to the end of the night, Matthew. So I can, I can guess, I can guess what's coming next, but you're going. So track number Track number 12, Matthew. This is the only song I'm going to let you guess, Matthew. What is track number 12? Well, I'm going to guess we're going to hear uh, Iron Maiden. Playing the Iron Maiden. Maiden. You got it right. You're right. So they're shutting down the show with Iron Maiden. Any thoughts there, Matt? No. So I would, you know, I usually enjoy this. I mean, it's the end of the set, end of the, um, the main set. Uh, ah, going in from, I've got fear of the dark hangover right now leading into this because mm-hmm. they keep playing this before I made as well. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a giveaway. Cause sometimes I lose track of where I am within the show. But sure. If I hear fear of the dark, I know what's coming next. And I know it's getting deep into the night. I have no problem listening to this track. I'm still kind of hung up on hearing fear of the dark. Matt, what kind of sandwich would you call it? When when one bun is heaven can wait and the other bun is fear of the dark, but the I, but the piece of meat in the middle is Alexander the Great. Well, to quote an Uncle Steve, are you gonna fire truck me out here or beep beep me out? Beep yourself. Is it a shite sandwich? <laughs> it is. It's a shite. Sandwich. I wouldn't have said that, but you say it. So. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's shite. So Iron Maiden. Um, so, oh gosh, this is like a double decker of a shite sandwich, man. You got can I play with madness and heaven can wait? with Iron Maiden and Fear of the Dark with Alexander in the middle. But even though I'm not as, I don't feel about fear like y'all do. So what do you, what do you think about Iron Maiden? Kirstie hearing that song in this set. Um, I have to hear Iron Maiden. Um, You mean, you you mean, don't leave that out. It has got good energy. You can leave Fear of the Dark out, but you can't leave Iron Maiden out. And I do always really enjoy it. Okay. Okay. I wrote, I wish this had been left out. But I guess there is no avoiding it. Mm. Pla- played in full, as far as I know, Kirsty, at every full Iron Maiden gig. Yeah, uh, as far as I know. I could probably pick a hundred other songs that I would rather hear than this. You know, it's it, it's almost a double kind of uh, because you know the show's almost over too. Hmm. You know, yeah, but you get you get to see what they do. Um, oh, I have a know. question. I have a question, and yeah. maybe 
is there something new? You know, I don't mean something old or something new, even though this song is something from their Jurassic period. Is this, um, is the, is the end, is there something different that comes out? Is a new Eddie? Is there a new Eddie in place here? Okay, cool. That's all I need to hear. That's all I need to hear. I just wanted, I, I thought about that. It's not the same old, that, that Eddie, that the repulsive one on the shirts with the big devil horn and the, the way too many teeth and yeah. So that's, so that's good. Hopefully they popped that balloon. So, all right. uh, Okay. So encore time, encore time, Matthew, are you ready for encore time, Matthew? Always ready for encores. So how many songs in the encore? How many songs in the encore, Matt? Uh, well, usually there's three. What are we? We're at twelve. It could be. Oh, I don't, yeah, it could be four. I hope it's four. It's not five, is it? Eh, incorrect. No, is it no. three? It's three. It is. I thought it's three, and then you may, see you <laughs> got you predict it. Let me ask. Thought, what? Why are you asking? It must be a bluff. I, okay, so we're this far into the set list now. Okay, we're way into the <laughs> end. Obviously, there's only three songs left. Matthew. Yeah. Which songs i want to ask matt what do you think what do you think i'm trying to think of how to word this do you want do i want to ask him what what does he think is going to get because obviously there's not enough room to fit in all of the classic era songs that that they haven't played yet so what classic era songs do you think either do or don't get played you choose which ones to say okay so i had four tracks uh listed as on because i really only expected three uh, so what I had here was in no particular order. I had Trooper. Mm-hmm. I had Number of the Beast, but now that Prisoner's been played, mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if that gets taken off. I did think about Run to the Hills, mm-hmm. but they play, although they played both of those, I didn't think they'd play Run to the Hills again on this particular tour. Mm-hmm. For Seventh Son, I didn't really... I was trying to toss up between Evil at Mendo and... Moonchild, Can I Play With Madness? And I was like, I can't see Moonchild being mm. part of the encores. Maybe Evil Let Men Do. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I could see them throwing in something like Two Minutes to Midnight as well. So, But Wasted Years hasn't been thrown in yet. Now mm-hmm. I think about it. Yeah. Because I did have some other tracks in here that don't seem to have appeared. So Wasted Years being one of my... Okay, that's going to be in there. I can see that. Um I hoped, I, you know what, I, I wrote down here, I didn't expect Sea of Madness to get played. I didn't expect, well, Loneliness only ever got played once. I didn't see that coming back. So I'm going to change my encores being now that I know there's only three to Wasted Years, Trooper, and I, don't, I think they'll finish with Wasted Years maybe. And I'll put two minutes to midnight in the middle. Okay, so first off, mm-hmm. before right before Kirsty tells you what the <laughs> – Opening track from the encore is. I wanted to tell you guys what Andrew said to you both. Well, hang on, sorry. Hell on earth. Somehow I've forgotten that. Okay, so what's your final three you're giving us? Uh, I'm going to hope that they play that. Uh, Wasted Years and Trooper. Okay, real quickly. Here's something that Andrew directed right to you guys. Track number 11, Fear of the Dark. They're never not going to play it, so get mm-hmm. over it. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it up, buttercup. That's what Suck he said. Baby. He said, if you don't like it, well, baby, that's tough. <laughs> there you go. 
<laughs> for Iron Maiden, he said, traditional closer, anticipating what made it to the encore. And both of those, his excitement level was a seven. Track number 13 of the night, the opener of the final bit of the show, Kirsty. Tell Matt what he got. Hell on earth. Ah, cool. Is that the opening encore? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's good then. From what I hear, I don't know it, but everyone and it's got it. it's got a long intro too. So I be, I wonder how much of the well, Kirsty, how much of that intro do they play, and how much does the band actually play? Is there? Oh, I'd say that the band plays it. They play the whole thing. It's not like yeah, like a fade in where they're playing, you know, the intro to Seventh uh, Moonchild or something. No, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Everyone was clapping over it. Of course. <laughs> of course. My excitement level is. At least eleven. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's an interesting placement of this though. Mm. For to be an encore with a new track, it is. I, I can't think we've done that. So Andrew said, "I'm trying to include him now because I keep forgetting." He said the fifth and final, not to give anything away, Matthew, mm-hmm. fifth and final new live song. Many people's favorite from Senjutsu, and it didn't disappoint. Excitement level 10. That matches, uh, well, I'm going to go with Kirsty. My excitement level for this. Days of Future Past, Time Machine is a Spinal Tap 11 on all of those. Uh, mm-hmm. I've watched this one quite a few times. Oh, yeah, but that, mean, that means it's good, Matt. That means it's good. I was going to say, yeah, does it live up to the hype? So it must do. So hell yes well, for me yeah. when I saw that. I was like, good. The, like I said, I would I would have loved it, you know, because there was a point where Bruce was saying they were going to do a tour or some shows or something where they played this album in full. I really wish Maiden would do that for every would have done that for every album. Go out, play one show where you play the whole album, and then you know whatever number the Beast and Trooper and whatever, and just record that as your live album. That way we get everything live. We have recordings mm-hmm. of everything live, but so. You got two more tracks left, Matt. Kirsty, what's he getting at number 14? Or should I play it for him? Yeah, play it for him then. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, are you prepared? Yeah. Well, you might yeah. be, you might be surprised. Right. Matt, you might be surprised to know mm-hmm. that it goes like this. Oh. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> So, had a good idea. That would have been pretty ballsy as well to not put it in, but I I really don't have a problem with it being this late in the set. Yeah, yeah. Any uh, any any? What's your you, you you cool with it though? Yeah, I am. I, you know, I've been thinking about this track during the week, and because I've listened to it, and I was like, I do like it more than what I thought I do. I think it's there's one little guitar part that I don't like. I like that opening riff. It's the next one that. That everyone would like. It's that's the part I think I can't get into. Okay. But other than that, no, it's good. I'm good with that. Okay. You've got all, you've got all the energy um, again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know I've said fear of the dark. That's you know unimaginative. They should drop it. Blah blah blah. But when it comes to the trooper, I think the exact opposite. So <laughs> I, I realise how stupid that sounds, but I'm very excited <laughs> about the trooper every single time. It's a stomper. It is a stomper. Yeah. And I, I, I said, I will never complain if this is in the set. I uh, love to hear it. It's just, it's a part. I mean, you could say tons of maiden songs are perfect. You know, even 
a little exaggerated. Oh yeah, this is perfect, but this song is perfect. I mean, it's it doesn't overstay its welcome, which we like to me a lot of songs I would say are perfect by Maiden probably overstay their welcome a little bit. But the Trooper is just it's there's nothing it's it's like if you were comparing it to a person, it's the it's like the most lean fit person you'd ever meet in your life. Like there's not an ounce of fat on it. It's just a hundred percent pure amazing. So yeah, absolute ten to ten out of ten for me on that one. And um closing song of the night, Kirsty. And and Matt, while you were gone, I did ask Kirsty because on the Somewhere in Time tour, mm-hmm. you, you know, there were they played so many shows and then songs were changing a little bit here and there. Yeah. So I asked her if it was possible. I said, have they changed anything from opening night? She said, no. So the set list has not changed at all. So every single group of fans has seen what song for closing set, Kirsty? Closing song. Wasted years. Oh, there you go. That's good. I have no. So you you got that bang on, Matt. (laughs) Yeah, you got it right. Yeah. Doesn't happen very often. Yeah. A broken clock is right twice a day, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. No, I'm glad to hear this. and I don't mind hearing this last. I think I've heard this last before, but I can't think when. I I don't suffer fatigue from this track. Legacy of the Beast Tour? Oh, you know, I can't remember. But I don't get fatigued with this track, and I don't know, I don't know why I've listened to it a lot. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's because I like the interplay. You know, there's a bit of Bruce and Adrian stuff going on. Uh, no, this is a good track. So no, I'll be very happy to hear it finish on this. And I think that's a pretty good encore. Those three tracks. I mean, I haven't heard the first one, but based on what everyone else has <laughs> said, and then the energy of the trooper, you can't deny that. And then it's fan favorite wasted years to finish off a good night. No, I'm pretty happy with this. I mean, we know what Kirsty thinks about it. I'm but- very happy. This is, um, this whole set list is, um, so many of my favorite Adrian solos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, always happy to hear Wasted Years. Um it's, it's an obvious pick from a somewhere in time album tour. I, I wrote down I get it, somewhere in time hmm. tour. Now I can say this, but I would have much rather had deja vu or sea of madness. Yeah. I would have much rather had deja vu or sea of madness than heaven can wait. Or can I play with madness? I mean, come on. I mean, I would have too, but I really didn't expect that for that to happen. Or Stranger in a Strange Land. I would have rather had Sea of Madness, but, you know, mm. I'm in the minority on that, I know. But, uh, yeah, well, I, wrote- I think, um, you know, they can't please everyone. <laughs> Obviously. I think overall, they've done, it's just a, a really incredible set list. Yeah, I think so. They've like mixed three things. They've got five songs from the current album. Yeah. Five songs from a history tour. Mm-hmm. And five classics, but one of, well, not even, because five songs for five different albums, mm-hmm. but one of them, you could call The Prisoner a deep cut, considering it's the one song that they picked from The Number of the Beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so I think it's really very impressive. I, I do. I'm unlike, I, me and Matt, like, have over, we've kind of flip-flopped on The Trooper and Wasted Years, I guess, in, at least in the past, is... I've definitely got burnout on this song, you know. Like I said, when I saw Smith Cotton, oh, mm. I saw Smith Cotton and they played it, and I mean, it was literally like I'm telling you, there were everyone went nuts when they started playing it, and, and I, I literally was like, God, "Come on!" Yeah, well, you wanted to hear more Smith Cotton, didn't you? If you want to hear "Wasted Years," well, they had already. I they, get it. 
they had already played every Smith Cousin song at that point. I would have rather <laughs> I would have rather heard him do a cover, you know, or something, something maybe. But I mean, I was just like, you know, of all the Maiden songs, you know, throw. I would have preferred to hear Stranger in a Strange Land than to hear that. You know, just something that you haven't heard on every other tour, you know, that a lot of tours that Maiden does. And I, I my my excitement level for that is, you know, maybe a six. So not, I was gonna ask, what so for the two of you, what's your the thing you're most excited to hear? Like one track only, one standout track. Do you want to hear the most on this out of this set list? Hell on earth. I think you know I would have I would have thought Hell on Earth, but like when I looked at this set list, the one that I wanted to hear the most was Days of Future Past because I was just like it's quick, it's 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 got a soaring chorus, and of course there's a soaring chorus in Hell on Earth as well. I think I would I'm excited. I mean both of those are at the same level for me, but the Days of Future Past just seems like it's a little more it's just a little more intense, right? Would you say that, Kirsty? Maybe and okay. it's compact, you know, but no, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. I'm, so what's, which song would you be the most excited to hear, excited to hear on off of somewhere in time from this list, Matthew? Uh, from somewhere in time, I think the, the track somewhere in time, Alexander's I've got a curiosity for that. Yeah. Uh, to see how it goes. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's I don't think it's a bad track. It was never a standout track for me. Like, yeah, it's good. I liked it. But Summer in Time, I really want to see that. I'm hoping that that sounds as good as it can be. Because I did have, I, don't, I had concerns. I don't say doubts. I had concerns musically how that would get pulled off. Just from bootlegs I'd seen in the past, the way it sounded. So, no, for me, it's Summer in Time, which will be good. First track out, you know, first came off the rank. Mm-hmm. And what about so, you, Kirsty? Which of those five, which of the Somewhere in Time songs are you the most yeah, excited? Yeah, also caught Somewhere in Time yeah. because um, that and Wasted Years would be like my joint favorite songs. Uh, I've, I've seen Wasted Years a few times. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I, I caught Somewhere in Time. To hear it live in person, you know, that's literally, as a fan, that's probably one of the first studio albums I honestly had by Iron Maiden. I don't know what I had before that. So I, I, the first studio album I ever remember owning by Iron Maiden is somewhere in time. I'm, I had live after death first, but after yeah, that, I just that's, don't, that's the same for all of us, isn't it? Yeah. So I just don't know. And I mean, hearing, you know, just to hear that, the drumming and all that, just how it's building mm. up and you know, that it's just about to kick in and the bands and that's a great intro song. You know, I love it's, it's an it's not no offense to to Senjutsu or to if eternity should fail or to the final frontier, but the level of energy coming from caught somewhere in time when it kicks in compared to those, and I like all of those songs, but the energy level is just totally different. You know, yeah, it's like Moonchild coming into Moonchild compared to those other songs I mentioned. It's just it's what you want kind of jumping into a show. And I guess, I guess uh, like if attorney should fail as a perfect opener for a band in their mid sixties, you know, you know, where then kind of, then kind of, kind of jog on slowly. <laughs> so, but okay. So Matthew. Yeah. Read us your original set list that you came up with for now. Now we, I'll, I'll go back. Whenever they first announced this tour, me and you 
did an episode where we guessed what the set list was. I have no idea what we guessed back then, but I wanted, and I told you, I said, look, now, now it's a real thing. We know the set list. You don't know it. Come up with your own set list and tell us now what you came up with. So in no particular order, although I had ranked, well, not ranked, I'd listed my Somewhere in Time tracks first. Uh, I had Somewhere in Time, mm-hmm. uh, Wasted Years, Heaven Can Wait, Stranger in a Strange Land, uh, Alexander the Great, and I had a note here that I could see Sea of Madness not being included, so I was right there. Mm-hmm. The Sinjutsu stuff was a bit harder, sure. so uh, this is what I had written down. Uh, Stratego, Riding on the Wall, Hell on Earth. I wasn't sure about Sinjutsu or not, but I, I kept it here. Sure. And Days of Future Past, I had that in there. I had Fear of the Dark, Iron Maiden, and then what I said at the end. So Trooper, um, Hell on Earth, and Wasted Years. So you basically had everything. So brilliant. Literally, you had the whole set list picked out. Well, close. Like, I... Because I was starting to think about, I was breaking down the eras. I was like, okay, so the first album would be Iron Maiden. The second album, and I started thinking about, will they play something like Rothschild or whatever? Wasn't sure. So I thought about Beast, and I was like, oh, okay, it's probably Beast off this. And then I, lots of chunks were going to be left untouched. I, I didn't think there'd be a whole lot of post 2000. If anything, I thought maybe Wicker Man, perhaps. Um, but no, I, I guess I, I got a chunk of them. But. So your only surprise really was the prisoner. That was the big surprise. Yeah, I didn't mm. see that coming. So I'm really happy about that. Mm. So this is what I, I want to read a couple of things that I wrote down in here uh, that I didn't get to read earlier. <laughs> Stranger in a Strange Land. I would have rather had Sea of Madness or Deja Vu. Riding on the Wall. Would much rather have had Senjutsu Stratego, Lost in a Lost World, Darkest Hour, or The Parchment. Um, let's see here. Death of the Celts. Uh, would have rather had Senjutsu Stratego, Lost in a Lost World, or Darkest Hour. Uh, can, <laughs> can I play with Madness? I would have rather. Heck, I might would have rather have even had. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> that that yeah, would have been, been excellent. That would have been a little more. <laughs> I would have rather had that definitely. Yeah, that would have been. I, I think I would have preferred that. Um, but yeah, I thought it was it was pretty cool that they left out. Run to the Hills, Number of the Beast, and Hallowed Be Thy Name. Mm. That's yeah, the one you didn't mention, Matt. Well, Number of the Beast since 2006. So. When's the last time that, well, outside of, well, they obviously on Book of Souls, they left out Hallowed for a while. But before yeah. that, I wonder mm. when the last time that was out was. Probably never. Yeah, I don't know. So, so I think, you know. Shall I read a few of our comments? Yes, we have some comments from. We've got time for a few. I mean, we had 194 comments on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I was telling Matt that. So. <laughs> I'm just, just going to like pick one or two. Okay. I, have to say, I know you've already read out Andrew, so this is hardly fair, but I'm just going to tell you what Andrew said anyway. Okay. Great set, set list, eight and a half out of ten. If Darkest Hour replaced Time Machine and Sea of Madness was slipped in, would be ten out of ten. Mm. Love seeing the prisoner return. And the welcome inclusion of Death of the Celts, followed by Can I Play With Madness and Heaven Can Wait, had me thinking of you. <laughs> yeah, I bet it did. <laughs> right, this is this is my favorite, Justin Castaldo. Oh, boy. Ranked it 10 out of 10. Whoa, who? Abs. Abs, okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, I didn't, re- I didn't recognize that much. name. Did abs hurt. Um, yeah, yeah. But then he said, but can, but can I make changes? So I'm like, well, you already thought it was 10 out of 10, but go on then. What would oh, you change? Wow. 
he would have taken Days of Future Past and swapped that for The Parchment. Oh, good Lord. Which is like a 12-minute song. So I, w- I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> then he was going to take out The Prisoner and put in The Nomad. I'll take that. Mm. I'll I don't want to hear The Parchment and The Nomad. I'll absolutely take Nomad <laughs> over The Prisoner. Sorry, Alan mm. Bell. Um, he would have taken out Can I Play With Madness and put in Deja Vu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He would have taken out Fear of the Dark and put in Dance of Death. Yes, would have loved that. He would have taken out Iron Maiden and put in The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. I mean, you're laughing. That's not going to happen. That's. <laughs> I think he's winding up for a 13-minute song, but that would be fun. Um, and he would have taken out the trooper and put in New Frontier. Oh, God. Give me a break. <laughs> anyway, that's why um, we can't take this guy seriously. <laughs> I tried to read it out. Jesse, this is interesting. Uh-huh. Dump trooper and fear. It needs an instrumental. you got three guitar players. Lost for Words, Transylvania, or Genghis Khan, then it would be perfect. I would and take Lost for Words. I've seen a lot of people saying the exact same thing over and over again, and that was a really interesting take. Hmm. Interesting. Dean King said, they are playing Alexander and Time Machine. The rest is just gravy on the biscuits. <laughs> sparked a really interesting discussion as to what gravy and biscuits are. Oh, biscuits and gravy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. biscuits and gravy, yeah. Uh, yeah. When I first got here, I was like, biscuits and gravy, that sounds gross. It does sound gross. But... <laughs> But then it's you had not, it, Matt, and yeah, it's biscuits is not biscuits like I was. Not cookies. Like it's, um, it's not like cookies with a creamy sauce. No, no, it's like it's like a biscuit that you would have on a sausage thing, where you'd have like a biscuit with we call it a biscuit with a uh, you know with some eggs and bacon and stuff on it. Not like a cookie biscuit. Not the kind mm. of biscuits that Wayne's always talking about. Yeah, yeah they I said was, it's like a like a scone. Kinda, kinda, yeah. It's it's not bad. It's not my thing, but it's not the cookies. I was thinking it was like cookies and gravy, like a biscuit. Anyway, yeah, that sounds yeah. revolting. Back on track, Neil <laughs> <Anyway>. Forbes. Who? <laughs> Neil Forbes gave. Okay. Neil Go Forbes ahead. on Twitter, um, he gave this six out of ten. His mm. positives are the prisoner, everything from somewhere except the very dull heaven can wait. Thank you. And his negatives are too many from Sanjitsu, but still no darkest hour. Super negative. Never need to hear Fear of the Dark or Iron Maiden again. Missing at least one more from Peace of Mind and anything from Power Slave. Oh, and Swap Madness for the Evil That Men Do. I'll take that, yeah. So what, what, did he give an overall ranking? Yeah, six out of ten. Wow, that his ranking, what he said, based on what he said, I would expect more of a four than a six. <laughs> he, did, he did want to change quite a lot, didn't he? Yeah. Um, Finn Runner, he's more positive. They could sing Happy Birthday and I'd be happy. <laughs> now, if they can play a few dates with Judas Priest, all would be good in the world. Oh, you know what? Today was, uh, today here, I guess it's not, hadn't hit tomorrow yet, but it was Nico's birthday. So, um, Willie Valiverta was at the show where they were singing Happy Birthday to Nico. Yes. Yeah, so. Golly, yeah, how old it? to so, hearing all about Willie and what good time it's, he had. It's not every day you get to sing happy 80th birthday to the drummer of Iron Maiden. <laughs> He's not 80. Kirsty, yeah. I have a question about uh, Nico for you. Um, you. You've watched all the videos, right? Mm-hmm. How's, how's he playing? 
Well, I can tell you that there have been a lot. There were a few mistakes, especially the first night, and he was playing um, a simpler version of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Stranger in a Strange Land this morning, and that seemed perfect, true to the um, studio album. So I don't know if he's had an issue and he's got over it, or maybe he does have to play a little bit more simply just to get the job done and get through everything. How much we shall yo- see as time goes on. How much younger do you think Lars Ulrich is than Nico? Maybe 15 years, so something like that? Yeah, probably. Because I know when Lars plays, he changes everything up. He's like, look, if I'll do whatever I got to do to get through the song. As long as it gets to the song and sounds okay. Lots of drummers do that. Lots of drummers do that. Yeah. Not, for someone to say that is, you know, oh, well, well, he's doing it a lot simpler do you really give a rat's ass? I mean, you're getting to hear like caught somewhere in time live and you're getting to hear, you know, even songs that I don't want to hear live. Definitely. You know, you're and getting like, to hear as those. I say, it's, it's been hard for me to hear the music because the fans have been right. Surrounded by other fans that are loud. And what, um, what so would the reaction, it, it, what would the reaction have been though? If they would have came out and said, Hey, Nico's not on this tour with us. We got Joe Lazarus. A lot of people would be happy that, Hey, at least they're out. But a lot of people would have been pissed. If Nico can play. Even if he doesn't play a hundred percent, yeah, like you'll take Nico it. Nico at eighty percent would be awesome. Absolutely. So yeah, I've got th- a couple of other um other things to say from Facebook comments. Can I ask one other question before you say that? Yeah. Nico wasn't the only one making mistakes, though, was he? Oh God, no! They were all making mistakes except okay. Steve. Of course. <laughs> they had to keep going up to him to see where they were at yeah. in the song. <laughs> that, that reminds me of one little thing <laughs> I wanted to say, or that reminded me of something funny. On on Wayne's Iron Maiden podcast, Wayne does this like flashback moment with Steve where he's basically getting up to go uh, um, drain the old lizard, as they would say. And as he's doing that, like you can hear the him peeing in the toilet, and you can hear him like playing on his bass at oh, the same oh, time. Oh yes! I was like, yes. so you know, he's probably he could. Steve's probably warming up for this tour. You think you know. he, he practices more than anyone else? <laughs> You'd think so. He did yeah. write the songs, I guess. That probably puts him at an advantage. Right. So I'm sorry, Facebook. But I, but I have no problems with the mistakes. Yeah, I, I, I told Kirsty that's yeah, what I want to hear. If you get a mistake, it's quite special, it's isn't it? It's oh, more it real. Yeah, it shows that they're really playing it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm anyway, sorry. Sean Key of Satan's Armpit says they could have done without Fear of the Dark and the Trooper. Wish they had done Sea of Madness. And I just want to say that I have seen many, many of the comments on Twitter and Facebook were similar. I wish we could have had Sea of Madness. People would have rather had Sea of Madness. Oh, they would have taken out Can I Play With Madness and put in Sea of Madness. I would have gave up almost any song in that set to hear Sea mm. of Madness. Yeah, most people are saying Can I Play With Madness. I don't know whether it's just because it's got the word madness in or because they don't really want it. Um, because it's a turd. So I'm just going to end well, on it's not that a bad, happy, it's... happy, positive comment. Must be from, from Gin. Miles Hamer on Facebook. No. Oh, Ron Kramer. He, yeah, he's so another Miles, happy one. Miles says, three of my nailed-on all-time faves in Can I Play With Madness, Wasted Years, and Stranger. So that's all kinds of awesome. Mm. But being greedy, there's a few staples. Hills, The Wicker Man, and Klansman I'd have liked. Still, a solid 8 out of 10. And then he came back and he <laughs> said, hang on. How I was just kidding about... 
<laughs> How did I gloss over heaven? Heaven can wait. Oh, Adore no. that. Pushes it up to a nine. Then. Oh God! I thought he was going to say, "How could I have? How could I have said? Can I play with madness? I shouldn't have said that." <laughs> no, he loves. Can I play with madness? And I know. Can wait, and he's happy. How could yeah. I have possibly said that? <laughs> That's very nice. I, I can't believe he listens to this negative old podcast. <laughs> oh, he probably doesn't. He probably doesn't. He probably found the page and said, oh, Iron Maiden Zone. This is the place where they just talk about Iron Maiden on Facebook. Cool. Which seems to be... Now, I want to say this. I, I did a... Uh, while you were giving us some of that, I I did a the math on my rankings that I originally gave them. This is giving Heaven Can Wait a four instead of a one. This is giving Can I Play With Madness a... Well, I gave it a one. Um, my set came out to, on a scale of one to 10, an average of 6.86. So so that's fair enough, right? It's rounded up to a seven, mm-hmm. I guess. So a seven out of a 10. And I mean, you're seeing Iron Maiden, so you're going to be happy. They'll, you know, Bruce will say something funny and, you know, little things will happen and it'll be a fun, it'd be a fun show. I mean, I'm obviously would, I would go see that show, but I do hope that I get, to see that show whenever it goes and they make a few set changes. Like hopefully they drop. Can I play with madness? I I could see, I could see them dropping death of the Celts. Like I would have rather heard lost in a lost world there. If I was just picking a quick one to, I would have rather heard Senjutsu, you know, but um, you know, and the prisoner, I would have dropped that. I'd rather hear run to the Hills than the prisoner. I think if they come to Australia, because we missed out, on Legacy of the Beast, um, people missed out on hearing the hits. Yeah. So, you know, I was going to take my daughter Coco mm-hmm. and she would have got to hear all their favorite songs. That wouldn't be the case if she saw this set list. She'd be like, where's Run to the Hills, you know? Yeah, yeah. But for me, I'm just going to give it a 10 out of 10. Because <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it's pretty, pretty awesome and you can't please everybody. Clearly, from the um, completely yeah. different comments that you see from every single person. What's your overall ranking, Matthew? Uh, I wouldn't say ten, but I would say nine, uh, and only because, like Kirsty says, you can't please everyone, and I'm, you know, no exception to that. I don't really have a problem with this because I understand that you're not just playing to, you're playing to casual fans as well. They're the ones who want to hear something like Heaven Can Wait, maybe, and Fear of the Dark. So I really don't have a problem including that. Mm-hmm. And I think there's there's a lot more strengths in this set than weaknesses for me. So I would be, I think, looking at this, I'd be really, really happy. I'd come away really happy at the end of this show. Okay. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, there you have it. I guess now you know which one of us is a grumpy old man. And <laughs> and nitpicks everything to death. And nitpicks everything to death. And uh, which one of us is just going to be a people pleaser and give it a 10 out of 10? <laughs> <laughs> and which of us... Uh, the voice of reason. And then which of us doesn't know which one to go with and just goes somewhere <laughs> in between. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, but with all that said, though, I guess that's our thoughts currently on this tour. It is nice to have Iron Maiden back out there and you know, being active right now. So, and, and knowing that they're not cheating, you know, they're actually doing it for real. Like Kirsty said, they're, you're hearing the mistakes. So that's really, it's cool that that's out there and I'm sure they don't like the mistakes being out there, but, but they're also real. And, and I don't think they would give us a phony baloney show like some bands kind of are doing, but 
Look forward to hearing everyone else's thoughts. See if you let us know who you agree with, if you don't agree with any of us, or if you just tell us what you think about it. So, except Dino, you keep your thoughts to yourself. Yeah, we don't. No one wants to hear. He he'd probably be like, "Well, I would have taken it." Here's Dino. I read his comment out, and it was very positive. Yeah, you know what? I will go with that. He he had a pretty good comment, but I figure he'd be like, you know, I would have taken out the trooper and put in something better, like a quest for fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so good night everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I